Another Rad Years podcast. I can put my eye a little down here. Sounds deep and sexy. Thank you. Thank you. We are uh, fresh off the heels of X-Men. Um, and, a, and a week later, here we are. I don't think I saw anything because uh, I saw Puss in Boots, but did I say that last week? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, so it's good. Yeah, it was good. Oh, you're adorable. What? I just uh, loaded up the old YouTube page. Oh, yeah. Look at me there. In my starter jacket. A little spoiler. From one In of the... your uh, Dumb and Dumber cosplay. Yeah. My Lloyd Christmas. Let's get it right. Sorry. That's... Um, And uh, my Stretch Armstrong doll and my big buckers there. <laughs> look at me go. Everything I'm wearing looks like it should be fitting me at the age of 40 rather than the age of like 12 <laughs> or 10 or whatever I am there. Oh, that was the. That's I mean, the way you. I, I missed that look. Yeah, Ugh. I wore like XL clothes when I was like fucking, you know, five seven, hundred and ten pounds, soaking wet, and now you know I wear a, a medium tall. I have to get that tall size so they don't shrink into belly shirts for me, Squeezer. <laughs> yeah, you have a long torso. It's a long torso. Yeah, you're like you have like yours is if you just turned yours sideways and you have me. Uh, your sh- the the pounds are falling off. Squeezer. Yeah, so I'm a little. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little out of breath right now. Well, Squeezy was working hard. What were you doing? Give us a give us a taste. I was riding my little uh, bicycle. Let me take my pants off. Oh, <laughs> mine back on. Nah, <laughs> weird. I, I ride my little bicycle for a bit. I probably did like 45 minutes or so. I actually, there's a thing on my wrist that tells me, but. Uh, and then I uh, I pushed some heavy things up and down. You pushed some heavy things. Yep. Up, up and, and down. down. Yep. What'd you do? What'd you lift? Uh, I don't even. I only threw like fifty pounds or something. Just trying to slowly work my way back. Anyway, okay. Since I hurt my little old self last time, so it's more yeah. just getting uh, the repeti- the uh, routine. Yeah, back getting in. in the routine. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, both. Uh, it's in the cusp of football playoff season, and you and I are both done uh, rooting for our respective teams. Yes. The th- As they say, on the outside looking in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was kind of inevitable for um, the Dolphins with their third-string quarterback. They still did good. Hey, it was respectable. Well, I like to think that the, uh, the Bills uh, lost that game. And the Dolphins still somehow found a way to lose it. Yeah. Like well, the, the Bills literally went out of their way to lose that game as best they could. It can't be any worse than uh, the Vikings. <laughs> Kirk agree. Cousins, ladies and gentlemen. Kirk Cousins. It. Uh, but there was... Some... I don't know what's worse, not being able to tell time or not being able to measure. Mm, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't... That, that play at the end was... Pretty, Probably measure. Yeah. Yeah, at least ours was ours was a third string quarterback. 
He's your starter. <sighs> the one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league too. So here we are, and um, uh, football. What's to watch? I'm excited. Chantress is a Bengals uh, and sort of an Eagles fan, but she's mainly Bengals. And the Bengals Bills next week's the game we've all been waiting for. Yeah. And um, yeah, I know where you're going with this. You're slowly, week by week, building up to the big news. Oh, you know I wasn't. I completely oh, really? forgot. Oh, Shit. I assumed that's where you were going. Oh man, I completely forgot, but now uh, I'm gonna. You... Let me uh, insert foot in mouth. <laughs> so today, um, we are going over. I was actually uh, talking to my dad, and we we're going over a schedule. Uh, and um, I, I looked on the calendar, and the day I was like, "When is the Super Bowl?" And I looked it up, and it was February twelfth. And I looked on my calendar, and I saw Squeezer Vacation. And I looked at the day prior, and I saw Squeezer Vacation. And I'm like, "No!" And I hauled over. I go, "Squeezer, you're gonna be in fucking Disney for the Super Bowl." <laughs> You're like, I'm, no, I'm not going to be in Disney for the Super Bowl. Like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm in Disney for the Super Bowl. <laughs> at least I'm at Animal Kingdom. It, sh- it should be on a TV there, right? Yeah, what, do they uh, attach televisions to the giraffes next? That's not a bad idea. They can have, like, uh... yeah, like little uh, TV necklaces. Yeah, yeah. be fun um no it's gonna be a great time it's going to be a uh great time uh, watching the super bowl <laughs> <laughs> oh man did you did, you said you're holding it you didn't tell uh mrs yeah, squeezer I'm, yet I'm, I'm saving that for when i get in trouble okay yeah like squeezer what blah 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 oh yeah well i'll be in disney during the super bowl <laughs> What if she replies back, I know, that's how I planned it. Oh, uh, yeah. Touche. <laughs> like, no, her comeback is going to be, well, you knew you weren't really going to get to watch it anyway, right? I'm like, yeah. That's that's what I don't get. I, I don't get, Squeezer. I'm really, when you told me about that, I was we have just... a big I have a big TV, and it's perfect for little cartoons. I have an <laughs> iPad that I can enjoy watching football standing at the kitchen sink. No, I wanted, uh, I wanted you to be like, um... It's called appeasement. It worked in the 30s. <laughs> and uh saw how that went. Uh yeah. yeah. It worked. Um Anyway, yeah, that I completely forgot about that. I was too busy. I was rubbing it in all all day long. Anyone who would ask and then uh I completely slipped my mind. Oh. Well. I'm glad you got to enjoy yourself now. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for bringing that up for me. It's like you're like a, you're like a an emotional masseuse, just rubbing it in. Mm, and I would have complete. Well, I might have gotten there on my own if we, you would have just let me keep going. I'm gonna drink now. Oh, he's a sweet boy. Um, you know, a lot of people don't even care to watch a Super Bowl squeezer. No. Think about them. Yeah. They I wouldn't, also I wouldn't mind it. I like the snacks. There's strange people who'd rather be in Disney than Super Bowl that aren't your children. Hmm. Well, yeah, they don't. They if I tell them they're missing the puppy bowl, they might get upset. Hmm, that's true. I mean, but like obviously, your children rather be in Disney 
in the Super Bowl, but I'm saying there's like grown men and women who also would rather be at Disney. Yeah, I get that. Not everyone's a foosball fan. You know, yeah. but it's kind of sacrilegious to be an American and not want to watch the Super Bowl. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of sacrilegious things you can do as an American. That's up there. But. Uh, it's not. I'm just kidding. It doesn't really matter. No, it's what you know. Teach your own. You know, do that. I like. I like animals. Um, behind uh, artfully crafted. Uh, hidden fences they make it look like it's wild that's true mm-hmm. um anyway i don't know i've never we went to magic kingdom and uh i got a migraine and didn't like it like i said i've talked about multiple times on this show uh at the age of 10 i think i was squeezer can you verify that for mm-hmm. me Go back and check your uh, magic book. Oh, uh, yeah, I could do that, or I could go back and listen to the Disney shit show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Disney shit show. That's good. <laughs> I like that. It can be our the next time we do one. Yeah. Um. But, uh, so, yeah, there's football and then uh, other things going on. Vince McMahon is apparently uh, selling um, WWE Squeezer. That's the rumor. We thought it was sold to the Saudi government, but apparently it's not. Apparently the owner of the Jaguars, who owns AEW, is interested, but I don't know where he'll they'll get the money. Um, hmm. uh, the boys wrapped filming season four, Squeezer. Ooh. Um, I'm just giving you... Uh, Straight rips of comicbook.com right now news. <laughs> Liam Neeson reveals surprising update on Naked Gun reboot. What's that about? Last October brought the surprising news that Liam Neeson, action star in a con and blah, 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 was in line to star in a reboot of Naked Gun. What? Hmm. Hmm. I, you know what? Yeah, I'm for it. I mean, I'm, I think it could be done. Don't reboot the Naked Gun. Go with a new story of Frank Drebin. Yeah, know, just you know, in the in the way like you keep it. you continue with uh, James Bond, just have a new Frank Drebin. Yeah, and and this is a, a franchise where you don't have to worry about it being too serious with your canon, i.e., like a Bond film after a while where it didn't matter, but all of a sudden as time goes on and, you know, different franchises start, everyone has to have their own, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not canon, but a universe. Like all of a sudden Bond had to like, there had to be like, you know, a timeline. Oh, well this happened, this happened, this happened, where it used to just be like, oh, it's a James Bond film. No one really cared what he did before or after it. it you know, it stands well, these, um, he did those things. These uh, Daniel Craig ones all had a connected storyline with the same. Um, what's the bad guys called? Uh, Blofeld. No. Um, the the they're uh they're Spectre. Spectre. Well, that's Blofeld. Yeah. Yeah. It all it all dealt with Spectre. Yeah. Um. 
But I, I guess if that's their idea of, I don't know. Is anyone going to be as good as Liam Neeson, though? That's the question. Not Liam Neeson. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> Leslie uh, Nielsen. Leslie, Leslie Nielsen. Nielsen. Yeah. It's, it's going to be tricky because Liam Neeson is like Leslie Nielsen if you have like mild dyslexia like I do. Like and, and myself, yes. And yourself. And yeah, pretty much if you're listening to this right now, I'm assuming you've... If you were born 20 years later, you'd been diagnosed with something mild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I could see him pulling it off. But, yeah, like, but they can they can get away with They can be tongue-in-cheek about it and even uh, openly mock the fact that it's a reboot. Right. You can do that there. Yeah. Uh, what else? Um, the Mandalorian trailer dropped. Mm-hmm. Looks pretty good. Mandalorian Season yeah. 3. I'm here for it. I'm excited. I was thinking we were discussing uh, the other day my favorite TV and movies of 2022. 20, uh, I don't know. I think Paper Girls might be up there with and I, I know I've gone ad nauseum at, about that. Paper Girls, um, The Black Phone is one of my favorite. Who would have thought that? I thought. I think my favorite movie of 2022 was The Batman. Yeah. And up there, though... With favorites were the Black Phone. Well, uh, I liked it a lot. Uh, you know what? I liked the Top Gun Maverick, too. It was really good. I didn't think I'd like it as much as I did, you know? Mm-hmm. But it was really good. It really. And, you know, fucking that Minions movie, too, is pretty good. The Rise of Groot. <laughs> that was very good. Was, I you just want to be entertained. That's all. That's all. And like you know, you want your brain stimulated every once in a while, which the Black Phone did and Paper Girls did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I you know I thought the Black Phone was going to be some weird, creepy horror movie, but man, it was like a psychological thriller. Hmm. Still scaredy pants. It's good though. There's one scene where the dad. It's set in the '70s, and the dad beats. The dad's played by uh. uh Faraday from uh, Lost. You know. Really skinny uh, guy, yeah. and he beats the daughter with a belt, and she's just like screaming and crying, and it just let it go on a little too long. That it's like, oh god. <laughs> so, it probably happened back then. Like you know, oh. not gonna say it didn't, but no, it was uncomfortable to watch. Um. But, uh, yeah, there was a lot of good... You know, I put She-Hulk up there. I loved it. I, fucking Peacemaker. <laughs> fucking Peacemaker was awesome. Was that, that guy, There was a lot in the last year. Yeah. I don't yeah. even remember. Like, it, there's... Loki, Miss Marvel. No, Loki was a year prior. Miss Marvel was this year. Miss Marvel, um, She-Hulk. And you know what? I didn't watch it, and we were talking about it. And I should go back to Andor, try and finish it. Yeah, I just I got like two more to go. I just haven't. Uh, I just get pulled in so many different directions by the same shit that I've seen twenty years ago. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of good media uh, to consume, and even stuff I haven't seen yet. Like I want to see in the rad years. In the rad years, sure. Not a good episodes. Um, but there's one like uh, everything. Everywhere, all at once is something I want to see yet. Oh, Squid Game. Was Squid Game this year? Uh, hmm. 
Squid Game. Doop. Looking it up with the red ears. Oh, no, it was September 2021. Right, it still just feels like... There was, there was a year and a ch- and change ago, but... Um, we're going to get a second season uh, either in late 2023 or early 2024, Squeezer. Yeah, good show. I I I only I think I watched the first two. Oh wait, you never got through it, right? That's no, right. No, it didn't. Uh, oh, I loved uh, it, man. I I fucking only... loved it. I was like, oh, we're watching a bunch of people die. It's okay. Yeah, but once you get past that, it you know. It. Uh, I, I I couldn't. Uh, I just. Uh, I didn't. I like. I'm watching. Like, I don't care about any of these people. Man, I love and the soundtrack is so fucking dope. I, the score, um, yeah, I really liked it a lot. I was surprised because I wasn't like, Enchantress was like, "You want to watch this Squid Game show?" Everyone's talking about. It. I'm like, ah, I don't know. And then like when I yeah, like when I saw everyone dying, I'm like, "Is this what is this? This is not fun." And then it got really good, and I'm like, "Oh fuck, this is some good shit." <laughs> and then I was like, "Let's watch Squid Game. Let's every night. You want, let's finish Squid Game. Come on." How far do I gotta get to? I think by the third episode. All right, I I got I watched two and I'm like, yeah, this isn't. Uh... No, um, it was the most watched thing on Netflix until Stranger Things four came out. What? There you go. Stranger Things four was another magical oh, thing in 2022 that I fucking loved. I, you know, just when you think like like three was such a great season, you're like, how can they top it? And goddamn, do they top it? They figure it out. Hmm. I think this year's gonna I, I'm just looking forward to my uh Fallout show. That's gonna be exciting. What about Grand are we gonna see Grand Theft Auto six in this no. year? Oh no, no, no. Are we ever gonna see Grand Theft Auto six? Uh, I I predict I'm gonna go twenty twenty what what year is it? It's two three. Two four uh I think they're going to announce it for fourth quarter, like fall of 24, and but we won't get it until like first quarter 25. Uh, five days ago, trailer leak. Oh, yeah, there's a trailer leak. Did you know this? Uh, yeah. Kotaku. But that's just me because all of my other shit's getting delayed GTA 6's leak showed us the future now it's hard to care about GTA online huh I go oh so it's it's Vice City in Florida mm-hmm. and um I don't know. I guess they have a lot of it done. Yeah, but I everyone's like scared of I mean it'd be awesome. I'd be more than happy, but it it's still Yeah. Oh yeah, which means it's real this year. Twenty twenty five release is likely. 
Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are scared after the whole uh, cyberpunk disaster. Wanting to make it right, yeah. Yeah, so that's why even um, fuck, uh, uh, Starfield, which is my next time suck once that comes out. That was supposed to come out back in the fall, and then they pushed it to November. Then they said first quarter of next year because they want to you know, polish things up. And it's Bethesda, so it's going to be buggy. Then they said, oh, it might be a little bit later, maybe like June. Now it's most likely going to be July. So it's almost going to be a whole year delayed after it was already pushed back like nine months previously. Which I'm will at this point, like as a kid, that would have... And also you didn't get video game news like that and also it didn't take, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten years to develop a game back then either. But like, yeah, that would have been a lifetime. Now I'm like, I'm willing to just sit and wait for something entertaining to come my way. Yeah. I, I want it to work. I don't, I don't want to, and because I just, I don't want the internet yelling at me for enjoying something. I, that happens enough as it is. <laughs> well, here's that. Um, I don't know. Well, I'm looking forward to some things in 2023. Uh, Ant-Man, Mania. Uh, and Guardians of the Galaxy 3 being the two big guys right there. That's going to be exciting. Huh. Right? Yes? No? Yes. Okay. No, yes. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> I, was, I was clicking on a link and it required all my stimuli. Oh, I hate when that happens. All right. Um, I don't have much left. Let's explain... Uh, what we're gonna, what we're talking about tonight, uh, tonight. like uh, how we got to where we got. We are. Uh, I, I just, I, I was trying to think of things we haven't done, and um, weird topics to get us to talk about stuff that is sort of out of the norm. Like yeah. it, a lot of this stuff wouldn't show yeah, up on right. a, a random. Right. Although I, I, in going through it, it's stuff we've talked like, so like I was like, we want to do a winter show and let's call it keeping warm. Even though it's kind of like a winter show again. So it's just, yeah, yeah it's a different name. Uh, you know, put a new uh, coat of paint uh, or paint a coat, uh, however you want to say it. And uh, we decided to go with it. And was next week a weird one too? Oh, I don't even... I don't have it written down. Mm. Or you send it to me? Yeah. We Did read them. Me? I mean, oh. you could go back to the end of last week's show and read it. Ah, it's so long. Uh, next week is retro house things. Things we had around the house. Anything that was in your house. From the 80s and 90s that, you know, might not be a thing now. Two one's going to be fun. That's the Groundhog Show. And that's where we get to just talk about groundhogs. <laughs> yes. Wait for real. Whistle pigs. Wait, wait, oh fuck! I fucked it. Never. Let's pretend we didn't have this conversation. Why? Because you'll come in doing it with the whole concept of that you came up with, and I will come in with five topics related to groundhogs. Um. the The point of the show is to talk about, uh, like just like in the vein of Groundhog Day, the movie relive uh the same show's topics over and over and over <laughs> kind of like <laughs> we've like... been doing for the last yeah. six years the winter grab bag in two eight um 
Retro, our, our Valentine's Day show is the Retro Cinnamon Show, Squeezer. I like that idea. That's clever. Yeah. Then something we really haven't focused a, a whole lot on for a whole episode, everything Looney Tunes. Yeah, how did we not? I don't know. I don't know. Then we're in March. We're talking TV in 1989, video games in 1989. Then for uh, St. Patrick's Day, the Retro Mint Show. Ooh, I like mint, except in my milkshakes. Then we jump ahead. Let's go to a- April. We're talking everything WrestleMania to celebrate WrestleMania 39, Squeezer. Oh. Uh, we got a bunch of a bunch of shows. We're almost, we'll be in springtime talking shows before you know it. I'm not ready for that yet. You're not ready for spring? January. Oh, ready for spring. January is ready. flying fucking the fuck by pal. God damn. Like, it's almost over, and then February doesn't last long, and then by March, March is our busiest month of the year. Mm-hmm. And March and will- March. Yeah, March will blink, and um, the uh, it'll be daylight savings time over. Ooh, and then we can do our, our, our clock episode. Clock episode. Uh, Talking about rad timekeeping. Then there's April Squeezer. Whoever makes the MILB schedule is a complete fucking jackass. And <laughs> we have a Phantoms game on Good Friday, a uh-huh. Phantoms game on Saturday, Easter Saturday, and an Iron Pigs Day Night doubleheader on Easter Saturday. Uh, I'm sorry, but you know this, and I'm a very uh, you know, religious person, and um, I need to celebrate um the uh what's easter about well easter is basically a glomming on to the pagan uh springtime renewal ritual of the uh, yes. spring solstice yes my spring renewal yes but they also uh for some reason celebrate um the long snuff film called the passion of christ well there's gonna be a sequel a sequel to the passion of christ Finish the joke while I blow my nose. Um, on, let me find a sequel. What joke? Okay. The I thought you had a joke. Christ Resurrection. No, 2024. Oh, there is a sequel. Yeah, directed by Mel Gibson. Yep. Wait, what? Yeah. I thought you were just joking. No, I don't. I don't joke about such serious topics as that. Like. Like saying that I'm not available because I need to do church religious things on that weekend. Resurrection? How the fuck can he do another one? Well, I mean, he does come back. But don't they, didn't they cover that in the movie? I don't know. I never saw it. Neither did I. I, li- I went through uh, uh, my uh, fucking formative years growing up living through it. So. Yeah. Jesus, it, I mean, I know they could do miracles in post-production, but Jim Caviezel, that's 20... 20- 20 years ago. It's going to look a little older. Well, I mean, I'm assuming, you know, like, you would look a little... I'm not even going to start making jokes. I'll upset people. <laughs> well, hopefully they could... Nah, yeah, not either. <laughs> we'll let it go. I just... It now feels like... Uh, if Look, if, if it was your quote-unquote passion project and you, you, you saw it as a, you know... As, you know, no different than, you know, 
writing a religious song or something. Like it's a piece of, of art in that case, and if that's the way you want to look at it, fine. But now, now this looks like a cash grab. Yeah, well, yeah, he made tons of money with it. Sure. All the rubes who paid to see it, $600 million worldwide off a $45 million budget, and he financed it completely himself. He's, he probably made all the money he has right now on that. That's true. Yeah, he didn't make shit off of Mad Max. No. The sequel focused on events that occurred three days between the crucifixion and his resurrection. Oh, mm. so he, like he's not even going to be in it. Mm. He's going to be like the guy, uh, what was his name? In, uh... Well, like Batman and the, the uh, Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. Let's start the topics. And I believe your handsome little face goes first tonight, doesn't it? Oh, yay. Uh, here, and here it is. From the brave little toaster. Brave little toaster. That was blanky. Yeah, thank you. That was blanky, right? Uh, he is possibly the most out of all the characters in the brave little toaster. Like he's overlooked because of his childish demeanor and. Well, I never knew what he was. Like I didn't realize he was an electric blanky. Oh yeah. Because it was a really weird rendering. It it was, but we had one very much like him. So that's why I kind of clicked if you will because the dial clicked get it um if you look at it like it's almost like uh like he he he's like the orco of the group and you don't realize until the end like he is the most powerful being of them all <laughs> because blanky can single-handedly destroy your home without you even knowing about it <laughs> well back then yeah yeah i'm back oh then. my god i don't mean to make light of we um, my mom disasters. had an electric blanket that she rarely used but she used to talk about it like if you touch this you could burn the whole house down or kill yourself with it like it was it was a very dangerous thing yeah like there was like like written like you did not leave it plugged in like it was like, you can use it under absolute supervision. Like, you couldn't, like, put it on and, like, go to bed. Like, God forbid you fell... Like, you, you were actually too terrified to fall asleep with it. Like, if you if you had on, like, oh, I hurt my back or something, even though I'm, like, seven years old. I don't know how I hurt my back at seven. Mm-hmm. But, um... You're an old yeah, soul, was, Squeezer. I am an old soul. Um, and, uh... But, yeah, it, it had... Um, it, it was like a red, like flannel kind of pattern to it. It very much looked like one of my shirts. <laughs> um, or the inside of your jeans. Or the inside of my... <laughs> no, there's no um, air gap. Yes. No. Yes. You need the air gap. Um, and uh, a shady, uh, poorly made cord. And then a very fragile that like 70s 80s early 80s style plastic that was just fragile and easily cracked uh that didn't weather well Mm -hmm. 
and then very bare bones uh mechanical uh switch inside that had this really awkward click that every time you turned it to a new temperature setting felt like you were going to break it and snap the thing off uh and then of course there's something about like like electrical cords back then right they just felt dangerous it was like the quality of the plastic it was cheaper and like the prong like nothing like it like plugging it in felt like an adventure every time Mm-hmm. Now it's like, oh, now I just I plug something in, and I'm I'm quite comfortable with it. I know. Also, like with the older house too, like my old house, even like you know, it's like I don't know what's on the other side of that wall. Just some shady bare wires, just attached to two prongs with some tape. Right. Um. But yeah, this thing got hot though. Uh, you, you even on like the low setting, it started to. If you cranked it up high, it could burn. Uh, it might have been that it was so old, like, you know, sometimes heating elements go bad. I'm guessing that might have been the case. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I loved our electric heating blanket. And especially, like, yeah, if you weren't out in the snow, you'd get it, like, standing by, just sitting there. Cause then you'd mm, go we weren't out. allowed to touch it. I think my um, mom was seriously, wor- actually worried I'd burn the house down. I don't blame her. Yeah, I don't either. I don't blame her. No, it's like uh, what was that the that awful show that intentionally makes you sad? Awful show. Uh, this is us. This is us. They're the um, one with the crockpot. Uh, uh, crockpot. I've never seen yeah. it, so. Oh, it was on NBC, and it's intentionally. I know of it. I know to make middle-aged women cry. I know Enchantress watched it, but I I don't yeah. know anything about it except there's oh, ter- there's fat it's people. Terrible. on it. I'm sorry, not it's fat terrible. people. There's big old people on it, right? No, I, yeah, well, I don't, I, yeah, but like everyone's, their life is an absolute disaster, uh, and when you think it's even worse, then uh, the free crockpot that they got from the old next door neighbor sets the house on fire, and it actually tanked uh, crockpots, uh, who makes, I guess it's crockpot brand name, yeah, yeah, uh, like their, their stock, and like, their slow cooker lock, is the term, slow cooker, Kleenex yeah. and tissue there, yeah, situation, but, yeah, slow cooker but anyway people were going out and just literally throwing out like their crock pot how the like, fuck oh. does a crock pot burn and, the house down uh it was like bad wiring oh uh, because they don't get that hot no no it was like faulty wiring they got it for free from some old dude and it mm. was, you know, that's but also crock pots are like 30 dollars. why would you take a free one from an old dude Hey, well, this is back in the back in the like late '80s, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, it, it took like place. A modern I thought it took place in modern times. Oh, it's got more fucking timelines than Marvel, my friend. It's all over the goddamn place. Ugh. Yeah, and it bounces back and forth. Uh, oh, what's her name? Who is uh, Rapunzel? Uh, she's in it. What's her name? Uh, who is Rapunzel? Yeah, what's her name? She sings songs and stuff. Sing songs and stuff. What the one that we did the yeah. commercial for? Uh, Mandy, Mandy Moore. Oh, I thought you. No, I thought no, no, that that's Elsa. Elsa. Yeah, that, that's she called me hon. Yeah. Uh, oh, hon, he fell oh. over. He tripped. Yeah. <laughs> and Dina Menzel, that's her name. Yeah, yeah. No, Mandy Moore is in it. Mandy she plays Moore. like cursed, like across like four generations or whatever. Yeah, it gets yeah, it's exhausting. Do they put anyway, her in like makeup and shit? Oh yeah, yeah. Is it bad? Uh, I don't. I honestly don't pay enough attention to it. To 
it's it's too exhausting to fathom. I know she was on Scrubs and she was on Entourage. Yeah. Uh, she had the old Vince Aquaman storyline. Mandy Moore did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, anyway, yeah. you're, you're electric blankie. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, oh, this thing, it, it was wonderful. But, yeah, I would I would go in, i have it set in the couch, and you just kind of... Then you'd lay on that and then cover yourself with a blanket, and you just make, like, a little squeezer oven. <laughs> I want a little squeezer oven. Huh. All, all you got to do is... uh. You know, call me over. When was the uh, last time you used an electric blanket? I feel like you'd uh, you'd buy was... a, an electric like that had a cooling condenser on it and would cool you. <laughs> oh, do they make those? I don't know, but that's like the only kind of electric blanket I could picture you using. I, I like, <laughs> and then like a heat sink. <laughs> yeah, like a blanket that cools you, <laughs> like uh, like the opposite of what a blanket's for. <laughs> uh, like an ice pack. Or, yeah, uh, essentially, yeah. You put it in the freezer, yeah. and it keeps it takes it down a few uh, degrees. I, I, would, I would sleep with an ice pack from time to time. Do we had one of those like rubbery ones that would like you know give it like the, you know, like when you get like those little punchy balls that you can blow up, like the ones you always see on cartoons. Yes, that's yeah. what it looked like. Yeah, but it was like rubber, and and eventually it dry rotted to the point where it just like fell off. But mm. I love that thing. Yeah, I would, sometimes like just for the, the hell of it, I would like, yeah, fill it up with ice and take it upstairs and throw it under my pillow for a bit. So I had a nice cold pillow. <laughs> oh, Are you lying? Is I, that true? Oh no, absolutely. I am not. No. What a, that's such up. a little squeezer thing to do right there. Yeah. Get, I, I would put it under my pillow to get it nice and cold. And then, and then when you went up to bed, you'd flip your pillow over, and now your pillow is cold, and then it was underneath it, so then that side, so by the time you warmed up the top, you flip it back over again, and you have, like, a perpetual cooling machine for a little bit. And then you get a sloshy little squeezy bag to, like, cuddle with at night. <laughs> and and then it would, like, start to leak, and then you'd think you pissed yourself. But, Someone call the um... my pillow guy, Mike Liddell, Tom. This guy, don't you know, it's got a million-dollar idea for my pillow. I'll get people using them again, gosh darn it. Oh, yeah, just put a little, like, ice pocket inside it. Oh, my God, that's a genius idea. It came yeah. down from Trump himself and did he? <laughs> Guy's insane, the my pillow guy. Uh, oh, I mean, it looks it. He always sounds like he's on the verge of screaming and crying at the same time. I don't know I what's going on. <laughs> I bed bath and beyond. It's not selling my pillows anymore. And if I don't sell enough, I'm not going to be able to get my slippers out to all yous. Is that what did bed bath and beyond in? They stopped selling my pillows. Yeah, they stopped selling my pillows and now they're, they're, they're beyond dead. Don't you know, you got to go online to MyPillow.com and thank the good Lord himself up in the sky for getting me off the crack and the, the drugs because now I can sell pillows, slippers, robes, and Donald Trump to the bears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you called yourself out on that one. <laughs> well, he's got I'm that like, minute. Oh. He, he, he does, but yeah. it, it really, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I was waiting for that. Nice work. Thank you. Um, No, um... The hell was I saying? Oh yeah. Um, You're telling us your little pillow trick. No. Oh yeah. Well, no. That's that's a little. Bit. Try it. Give it a shot. Go get yourself. A, well, I don't know. Does anyone have like those little like fill up like an ice pack bag with like ice cubes anymore? You just no. Use, like, everyone has those give the giveaways of the little pl uh, sharp plastic that has little uh, gel beads in it that stays yeah. cool for about ten seconds after you pull it out of the freezer. Yeah, they don't. They're good for like. Uh, 
They're good for like when your kid falls and hurts themselves and yeah. they need a boo boo buddy. That's sure. a brand name, by the way. <laughs> a um, boo boo buddy. Boo boo buddy, yeah. Well, that's adorable. Um, so they'll go and get ice and then the second like they're like screaming like ah ah and then the second you give them that and they it, it hits their little knee um with a paper towel on it of course because it's too cold and it touches and you go ah that's better and then they get up and run off mm-hmm. yeah so yeah you don't really it, it's all psychological uh but yeah no those ice packs were shit anyway with, with the blanket the last time i used an electric blanket was yeah that, that one um i haven't i haven't had one I, I generate enough heat as it is. You run hot. Uh, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I do run hot. I don't like to. I, I don't like to. I don't like to sweat. And I do it anyway. So I run cold. I'm a chilly boy. But our uh, our long walks outside in the freezing cold weather have have uh, gotten me more used to uh, being in the cold. So like huh, days it's like invigorating, to, yeah. isn't it? Days like today felt like spring because we spent um, three hours in the freezing cold on Saturday. I wonder why that's – maybe that's why I'm fine being out in the cold because I did it so much. Like as a kid, like between like just Boy Scouts and getting – So did I. I did it too like, as a kid. In, in, like in the snow I, – I would – like we talked about this before in snowstorms. Like you would just go out there right. and but see then, how long you can last. But then as soon as I you know, became a teenager, I never went out in the cold again. Uh, no, I was – you stayed in scouts and you kept doing yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of just Yeah, I did nothing. I worked inside and then I sat inside. Worked. Not a terrible idea. And sat. Um yeah, that's my that's my electric blanket story. Okay. All right. Actually, uh, that's what I'll get you. An electric blankie? Yeah, I'll get you an electric blankie. I had one at uh, Sands when we were originally up there because like, the whole second floor back area was all unfinished. Oh, yeah, it was just like a... Yeah. There was like a, a basement hallway. that was on... No, it was like a basement almost. A, a, a second floor basement. Yeah, yeah it, was all, it was all storage, and it was, it was chilly up there, and that's where I was originally. And I had this electric blanket, but it interfered with our uh, intercom, our telex. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, huh. <laughs> like, like, have interference noise in it, so. All right. Uh, here is my first pick of staying warm. Hi, I'm Breezy. Hi. Yup, Freezy Freakies. There are lots of fun designs to choose from, and they come out in the cold like magic. So inside where it's warm, the pictures disappear, and outside in the cold, they come back. Let's see that again. Freezy Freakies, amazing. New Freezy Freakies knits. When it turns colder, the colors get bolder. Freezy Freakies hats, gloves, and scarves from Swanee. The fun has just begun. Freezy Freakies? From Swanee. I had these as a kid, Squeezer. Mm-hmm. They're back. I have a pair now. Um, I have the robot ones now. Uh, you could get them on getfreezy.com. Ah. Uh, they were brought back by Buffoonery um, Factory, but uh, they were sold, and they weren't that cheap. Um, they're probably like 
back then, like 20 bucks a pair. Um, Ow. Yeah, from what I remember, uh, a little expensive. And uh, apparently they were only a Northeast thing. So I found this Mental Floss article, Glove Story, The Freezy Freakies Phenomenon of the 1980 by Jake Rosen from 2018. And he said, kids who grew up in the Northeast in the 1980s were pretty invested in a fad that might have gone unnoticed in warmer parts of the country. Cajoling their parents at department stores during shopping trips, hundreds of thousands of, hundreds of, thousands of them came home sporting a pair of freezy freakies, thick winter gloves that came with a built-in parlor trick. When the temperature dipped below 40 degrees Fahrenheit, the image would suddenly appear on the back part of the material. Uh... Swanee America Corporation, which made, marketed, and distributed the gloves, released more than 30 original designs beginning in 1980. There's a robot, a unicorn, rocket ships, ballerinas, rainbow snowflakes, and various sports themes, though the I Love Snow uh, may have been the most popular overall. At the height of freezing mania, Swanee was moving 300,000 pairs of gloves per year, which accounted for 20% of their overall sales. Boys love the robot designs, Bruce Weinberg, Swanee's vice president and former sales of Freezy Freakies, tells Mental Floss. Above 40 degrees, the image would disappear. The secret to the $13 Freakies was the thermochromic ink, a temperature-sensitive dye that's been used in mood rings and heat-sensitive food labels that can appear translucent until it's exposed to warmer temperatures. Swanee licensed the ink from Pilot, the Japanese-based pen company, after Swanee CEO Itsu Miyayasho saw the technology and thought it would be a good fit for a glove-focused operations. Though they experimented with making luggage in the 1990s, Swanee has predominantly been a manufacturer of higher-end ski gloves. Weinberg isn't sure how Miyayoshi settled on Freezy Freaky's name, but the president is now retired. Um... But Mayoshi, but he says uh, Mayo, uh, Mayoshi knew that he had a hit early on. After a few seasons, they could tell they had a winner product, he says. Swanee even put advertising dollars into TV commercials, a rare strategy for a glove maker not named Isotoner, which I thought of <laughs> Isotoner was on my squeezer shortlist squeezer. Oh. Remember, because those commercials were always on. Yeah. Especially on Christmas. It was like, Whoever, wherever you're buying gift for, buy the isotoners, and that's it. <laughs> Pilot was able to adjust the temperature at which the ink would become transparent, or vice versa. If the kids were impatient, or if it happened to be during the summer, Weinberg says it wasn't uncommon to find freezy freaky stuck in the freezer so they could materialize their art design. At trade shows, we do something similar with some ice or cold soda, he says. All of a sudden, some ice cubes would make it change, and buyers would think that was really cool. The Freakies were such a hit that Swanee licensed jackets and considered the name to changing the name of the company to the same name as the glove. It's probably just as well they didn't. While Freakies lasted well over a decade by the 1990s, things have cooled. In the millennia, new millennium, Swanee was down to selling a few hundred pairs a year. Color-changing ink for coffee mugs or beer cans was more pervasive wearing down the novelty knockoffs had also grabbed licensed cartoon characters which Sonny never interested in pursuing oh, uh, the, is that how i know my course light is cold yeah probably <laughs> the brand was dormant when a company named buffoonery approached swanee in 2013 to license freezy freakies for a crowdfunded revival this time the gloves came in adult sizes for 34 bucks the partnership has been successful 
And Weinberg says Buffoonery has just signed an extension to start producing kids' gloves. So that's the story of Freezy Freakies. 30 bucks for a kid. Yeah. What's an adult small? Because I got tiny hands. Only a 35 bucks. Hmm. I have the Rubbit pair. Enchantress got uh, me as a gift see, a few years ago. I, they I, are I can't warm. Really, I, can't wear glo- I, I can't wear gloves. Oh, I like gloves. My, 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 like, I, my hands actually get colder. Uh, like I need like mittens. Like when you when I put gloves on and like I, my fingers like separate, like I my hands instantly start getting cold. That's why I have like my little sleeves that go over my camera handles. Cause I don't like where I can't wear gloves. I don't know how guys like find camera with the fucking gloves on. Like I'll put like those thin little like dollar store mittens on and I like that. And mm-hmm. like it could be ten degrees out and that's all I'm gonna wear because. I'm actually warmer than if I were, if I were to put some freaky freezies on, yeah, my fingers would get chilly. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I'll now you be all know my secret. Okay. Well, that's Squeezer's little chilly paws we know about. Freezy freakies. Uh, when I was a kid, I man, I wonder if I could find a page that has a '80s design. I remember I could never find my other glove. I would only find one glove. Um, all I see is the robot. Let me. Okay, here we go. My brother had the tank ones, those camouflage ones. That's for sure. And I think I had the turbo ones there. Of the space board. Yeah. I don't know. I had them as a kid, and I uh, they were really cool, and I still have them. Freezy freakies. I guess they weren't uh, nationwide. I guess no one needs gloves outside of the Northeast, really. I mean, in the Midwest, probably, but. Uh, or I get, are they not? Uh, you said they were warm, but they're warm for the Northeast. Are they not warm enough for. Uh, no, they're, they're warm. The Midwest and. Colorado, where it actually gets cold. Not our cold, but their cold. Swanee gloves. I I don't know. Does Swanee not sell them in the... Swanee prefer... They still make stuff. Like, obviously. Yeah. Well, now you can just buy them online, so now you can sell them anywhere. Like, there's no, like, distribution, really. Right. Mm, I don't know. The story made it seem like it was a Northeast-only thing, but who really knows? I guess if you... If you don't live in the Northeast uh, and you had Freezy Freakies, or Freezy Freakies, yeah, whatever I call them, uh, let us know. Make a drop a drop a little comment or an email, squeezer. Hmm. All right, let's uh, push on to your next pick. Well, Stimson, I gotta hand it to you. This is one swell fire. <laughs> you like it, Stimson? It's my very first. Now be a good lad and trot out into the kitchen and cook us up some dinner. Okie dopey, Okie. You'll find a supply of frozen moose meat in the fridge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I uh, already used the moose meat in the fire. Ah! You'll find a supply of frozen moose meat in the fridge. 
in the freezer. <laughs> I, you know what? That relationship starts to seem more and more familiar as time goes on. Yeah, what, you and Jake? Oh, no, you and me. Oh. What, am I, Stimpy? No, I'm Stimpy. I don't know. I could be. I mean, he, he's very Stimpy. Jake is very Stimpy. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, was, and you would have just, frozen moose meat in the freezer. I would, well, actually, actually, yeah, you would <laughs> technically. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but that was when uh, that was season five. I don't know if I was still even watching then. Nickelodeon wasn't on nearly as much in like what was that ninety six or something like that. Oh no, ninety five. No. Um, really but, uh, no. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Stimpy uh, starts a fire in the fireplace, and we had so in our original house we had we had our fireplace. It was one of those like brick dealies, you know, mm-hmm. that you would you know, start a fire in, and then eventually then we got our, our wood burning stove uh, that then got replaced with one of those pellet stoves. Not nearly as effective, and you can't cook mac and cheese on it. Hmm. Uh, but I, I remember we had uh, there was a Christmas, and I so I even called and. and Mama Squeezer, I think uh, I think she buries all like the dark and negative stuff deep down. Because <laughs> um, I'm asking her about you know that time when we had the uh, like the 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 chimney fire, or whatever the the flu fire, and then the fire trucks came and the fire department. She's like, no, 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 not, I, no, that didn't happen. I don't remember that at all. I'm like, no, it happened. She's like, no. No, I think you were thinking at the time when he, the fire chief just came and did a little inspection and there was like a squirrel's nest in there. I'm like, yeah, but we wouldn't have known that if smoke wasn't pouring out of the chimney, Mom. Uh, so, yeah, I, my my attempt to find as much information on this topic as I possibly can uh, failed miserably when my mother yeah, I guess uh, he, denies it. Did you uh, talk to Jenna? Tenfold. No, no, I, I, didn't, I didn't get She honestly probably wasn't. Would she even know? Uh, maybe. I'll ask her. If, if I if I brought that up, I'm like, do you remember when we had that backdraft thingy and the flu fire and the fire trucks came? She's like, oh, yeah. And that I would at least get some backup right. that it, it did happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, there's a lot of things I asked her. And I was like, do you remember that? She's like, no, that never happened. I'm like, no, it did. I did it. I remember <laughs> it happening. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, my mom... She she's got selective and my dad so selective memory. Now he yeah. today he was telling me a story about Kitty City. He was trying he he saw my wrestling figure. He's like, whoa, I can't believe you have so many in there. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I, he was with he bought my my first one from Toys R Us. It was a, uh, um, it was the Big Boss Man. Big Boss Man. Yeah. I was. We have thin walls. And um, he's like, no, that's Kitty Fee. I told the Earth had a lot of liquid. And I'm like, no, you got it backwards, Dad. <laughs> but I just let him go. And then he's telling me about how we used to key up the uh, Kitty City, his his radio to open up the door, which a story I had to remind him about uh, like two years ago when I talked about it on the show. But now uh, he's, so he's telling me. So reminded him. It's fresh in his mind. Yeah. Now he's telling me like it's a story he knows. That's what we do here on the Rad Years. We confuse ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Each other. No, so yeah, I, I, I just, I, I, I remember that, and it was Christmas because like the tree was there, mm-hmm. and it, it was this whole like, because my, my mom would do like this Martha Stewart setup. It wasn't as bad yet, 
like before uh like when we were still a family before we were torn apart by you know the lack of love and trust um and then after that's when it was like it went full-blown martha stewart um but yeah it was still like nice like it was in our living that that like that the living room of that you don't use um oh okay so there was a fire did you have like any fire or smoke damage uh it wasn't any like real damage there's a little but like the fire department got there pretty damn quick well it was whitehall and like they're like just sitting there waiting like oh boy oh boy oh boy action yeah you know and then they get there and it's like ah nothing really exciting here i talked about our fire on the show before right oh yeah like melted the it took the whole back of the house off. We weren't living there for like two, three weeks. Wow. Um, but so a few years later, my mom found some of my matches and my me bur- my burning stuff, my fire stuff, mm-hmm. in like the old clubhouse my dad never finished building for us. And she got all pissed. Like, was was I the one who started the fire? And even though I was down at my friend's house playing uh, wiffle ball in his yard, and I saw like the big explosion, I was like, oh, I thought it was a dumpster and. Uh, the office building behind our house. Nope, just your house. No, it's just the house. And I, and I ran down. I I actually I was like, no. Well, I mean, I told her at the time. But I'm like, I can't believe you blame me for that. And I'm like, I, I would have taken full credit. But no, nope, that wasn't <laughs> me. And burn the house down. You'd just be standing there with like a match in your hand. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so there was... Oh, and then it, it, it led to like... I'm like, you don't remember the fire stick... No, but I do remember that time that the tree fell down and I was standing in the garage and it fell and the tree fell right between the house and the garage and it crushed your tree house and like I am I just let it go um because mm-hmm. it was my dad that was standing in the garage when it happened not her. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm like okay. They're both in the garage. <laughs> Ugh. Um but yeah, and then we had our then uh that was I think then she's like, Oh yeah, then we had the chimney cleaned, but then it was like never used again. I think they actually just sealed it off. Mm. Uh, cause then that was like ninety. Cause then in ninety one we put the addition on in the back and put that wood burning stove on that I cooked my mac and cheese on. Mm. That thing was a beast. But that would have some issues if you didn't vent that thing properly. Then that we got plenty of smoke like built up in our house. If you got like a weird backdraft going or something like that, you didn't, it wasn't cleaned out. Then yeah, you'd get the Your you didn't flu. have the same the the flu. Well, there was no real flu because it was just like a like a potbelly stove basically. Mm. Uh, you know, one of those. Uh, but man, that thing got hot. You'd start a fire in there, and that was the best, especially like on a cold snow day because we we did one of those things where like you put the like the brick in, like so like the corner of the house is like brick and it like. Then the stove was in that little area, and like the heat, that thing would just radiate, um, or radiate if right. you're from slightly south of us, um, right, was intense. So you would come home, you'd come in from the snow, and you'd be like soaking wet, you know, freezing, and like the first thing you do is like you know, hot chocolate or soup, and then like put on like something like dry or just a towel, and then sit on the bricks there right by the fire, and then she would just spread our clothes out on those bricks mm-hmm. and within like in under an hour like everything would be bone dry because that thing would just be so goddamn hot uh but yeah that i missed it and then we got then she didn't like 
after uh, after uh, she kicked my dad out. Then she's like, well, I can't chop firewood and do this all the time. So we got one of those pellet stoves. Ugh, mm. lame. Lame. Well, speak, well, now it's time for me to talk about my stove next. Mm. Here is, and it's uh, this is going to give you a little taste of what the fuel that fired our stove is. Ah. You brought charcoal into our house. I didn't know what it was. Luann asked me to hold it for her. I thought it was drugs. There's <laughs> soot under my boy's <laughs> nails. You don't get that from a clean burning fuel. You don't get the rich smoky flavor either. Shut your mouth. Now, we're going to sit here and pray. <laughs> we had, growing up, a coal stove. And I think there was originally a wood-burning stove there, Squeezer. Mm-hmm. My dad built it, but then he replaced it with a coal stove. And I remember him installing the coal stove. I was still young, but the coal, then we had like a coal bin out back that he built that they'd come mm-hmm. and, you know, fill up with little anthracite rice coal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like small mm-hmm. little chunks of coal, which yeah. is like liquid gold now. I was looking at the cost of it now. Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, because they need to use it to fire up those plants to charge all your eco-friendly <laughs> electric cars. Yeah, it's the only anthracite's the only thing they could burn, right, for plants? I think so. Yeah, because it doesn't like really soot the air. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it burns high. It's much more. It's like it's very efficient. Efficient, yeah. And I guess a bulk of it, from what I was reading tonight, all comes from Northeast PA. Oh yeah, that's why. Yeah. Yeah, and there's the, a reason they are the way they are, and at nowhere else in the country, really. Um, and that's anthracite's what's on fire in uh, Centralia. Mm-hmm. A vein of anthracite. It's it's basically like hardened oil, right? I I think so. Mm. I don't know the it's science behind it. Geology with the rad. It was fun though. Like so, we had this like black bucket but it, the bucket had a spout and everything and we have to go out and fill that up from the coal bin out back mm-hmm. and then that sat next so we had this giant brick hearth in the downstairs family room whatever that's pretty much where us as kids like lived diagram of our house it was a, a bi level or split level squeezer I don't know. Uh, yeah well, there, I- there was two levels no basement and an attic but the the front door was on the second, like on in between the first and second levels. Oh yes, is that buyers? Huh? Split level probably. So the front door is up, and you, you so you go up to you go up the stairs. So our garage is there, but my dad like walled off half the garage, and we never parked in there. And the back half was our computer room, and the front half was like storage and his workbench and his junk. Um, but that was on the ground level. And then you walked upstairs to a land, like a small landing. And that's where the front door is. And you go into the front door and there's another landing there. And then there's stairs going up to the main level, the first level and stairs going down or second level, I guess. And stairs going down to the bottom level. It's really strange now that I'm like thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Um, so on the first level, the bottom level, well, let's go to the second level first. You go upstairs and you immediately walk right into the, the kitchen and the kitchen, uh, there's one entrance, you know, coming right from up the stairs. And then there's a side entrance 
it's not that big kitchen, small. It goes into the dining room, which is connected to the family or living room. I don't fucking know. It's where the Christmas tree generally was. It's where, mm-hmm. like, the TV that my, when we watched TV as a family was up there. And then down the hallway was the bath, the main bathroom with the bathtub, shower. And then the next room was my parents' bedroom. And then there was my sister's bedroom. And then there was a small, which was would become my room. That was my sister's playroom. <laughs> I was kicked downstairs for a while after Lisa was born. Then we go downstairs, squeezer. As soon as you walk downstairs to your right, there's a little closet. And underneath, there's a crawl space that goes underneath the stairs. Um, that my pop mom used to hide Christmas presents in. Oh. And then to the right, to the immediately to the right of that was my brother's, and then my brother's in my room when we shared a room. And then outside of that was the family room, living room <laughs> that went out. There was a sliding glass door and then our deck. But that room then had the hearth, the brick, the brick uh hearth that the the coal stove sat on squeezer. And there was a chimney connected outside. Mm-hmm. And then to the left of that was a small laundry room, which had our laundry uh, machines and our, the toy. Our, our toy room was that room, and our our uh, HVAC was in there. Our air, air handler, and next to our air handler was a bin with, with all our sneakers and shit. Mm-hmm. Did, did you keep anything else anywhere else? And it was like this. How big was this room? Um, it wasn't that big. <laughs> So it was, it was about as wide as the, the washing machine and dryer put together. And I'll go 10 feet long, maybe. Okay. Uh, and behind it was a powder room because the powder room went off the back of the living room and it was just a toilet and a sink. Mm-hmm. But this laundry room then in the back, the, the water heater sat all the way in the back. And our toys were like, and games and everything were piled around the hot water heater. <laughs> And then so you're just playing with your toys. All of a sudden, there's a blowout and little. Yeah, thankfully, that never happened. Scalded. Then the air handler was next to that, and there was like a bin with our like all the sneakers, and that's where I always like would look for my lost glove because the one glove was in there, and like our toy box was in there because toy boxes used to be a thing. Are they a thing anymore? Uh, no. Now it's like now you have these like little like IKEA kind of shelves with those uh uh felt cardboardy yeah um, i know yeah yeah yeah. um then outside of there that would have been the garage but it was split so it was the computer room was out there uh um but so that that hearth had the, the coal stove on it and there was plenty of so the coal stove didn't take up the whole brick area so that was uh prime area for a drying clothes squeezer drying things but also, uh, like playing action figures. That's you know, who needs a playset when you have that giant brick area to play and the coal stove to play on? Oh yeah, same. Yeah, that was uh, that was all part of the the action set. And the bucket of coal, which apparently I was like stepping in at one point, and and I, there was like little black footprints everywhere, and they're like, "Hey, did you do this?" I'm like, "No," and they look at my feet and they're all black. I'm like. <laughs> Oh, yeah. why'd you do that? I don't. I really. I don't know. The power of Christ compelled me. I guess. I can just like little Ryan Bob Cratchit going out to get coal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You go to the coal bin, and uh, 
eventually that got torn down and um in like when I was in high school it was replaced by an oil stove mm-hmm. which was really efficient and really warm yeah and then there's the fuel oil tank back where the um coal bin used to be but uh yeah, that's how, like, our house, well, like, we had, well, I think, like, uh, early on, like, it was the coal bin room. Like, there was, like, a window, and that's where they would come in and load the coal through the chute. Uh, and they would just dump it into the basement. That's, like, my grandparents' house was like that, too. Uh, they had these two friend rooms, and the one room was the coal room. And it was almost like a barn door in their basement. And, yeah, they would just come and, like, dump the coal in the chute. So it was in their house already down the basement. Oh, uh, no, we we had this little shed that was, like, uh, against our house that uh, had, like, a little opening in it that you'd just fill up your, the bucket with. Mm. Well, I mean, this was, like, lo- like loading it. Like, this was, like, the whole home. Oh, okay, this was, like, the like, home, the, the furnace. The, the furnace. Like, it was a coal furnace. That coal furnace, the yeah. house, water, and all that. Yeah. Um. But like my mom would tell me, like her and her, her and my uncle, like they would just go in and play in the coal bin. Yeah. Just dive in, the, like Scrooge McDuck that shit, and just yeah. dive right in. Yeah. Oh, I'm uh, glad you're still with us. I know. I'm surprised we're all still alive after all this shit. Like just playing in the anthracite. Mm. I mean, to be fair, my mom, and my uncle were playing in it like a generation or two before them. They were mining it at that age. So. <laughs> yeah. You know. That's true. They got that going for them. That is true. Mm. Canary in the old coal mine. All right, Squeezer, we're on to your third pick. Did you know Pizza Hut has a great offer on Igloo jugs? Buy a pizza to go and you can get this nifty half-gallon jug for just $1.99. Then, all summer long, when you come back for a pizza to go, they'll fill it up with Pepsi-Cola for free. This is Al. (laughs) Al is an archaeologist. Al has a jug that costs $93,000. And did that include free Pepsi fill-ups? Well, no. Don't you make the same mistake. Igloo jug for $1.99 and free Pepsi fill-ups all summer long at Pizza Hut. I'm Rich Hall. I'm Rich Hall. Listen, you did that, didn't you? What? You got the Igloo cooler and filled it up with Pepsi all summer long. Uh, I did not, no, because that would mean we'd go back to Pizza Hut on a regular basis. That was like fine dining, fancy treat. That was in a... Where was the Pizza Hut by you? Uh, right on MacArthur Road, next to where Silo used to be. Does that make sense? Silo. Uh, it, it, so it, uh, where, uh, produ- you know where Produce Junction Yes, is? yes, that was Silo. Oh, yeah, 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 it's still there. Mexican... The building's still there. Yes, yes, I'm yeah, sorry. It became a... It's like a, a Mexican restaurant, and then it was something else, I've... and... Yeah, but now it's something else now, too, yeah. I, think. I think. that chain went out. But yeah, that, that was our Pizza Hut. And it was like the big, fancy one, kind of like, uh, you'd go in to the side. Like the, they had arcade games in the lobby. Yeah, yeah, there was a Mortal Kombat 2 in there. I think that's the first place I played Mortal Kombat 2. Mm. Uh, which is a strange game to put in the foyer of a family restaurant. It made money. They knew what they were doing. Yeah. Uh, they had the salad bar, all, all that. All that shit. Oh, God, I could still smell it. <laughs> Bless you. I can still smell it. Gesundheit. Uh. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I would, I would have loved to. We uh, the only time we ever uh, splurged at Pizza Hut on the. Uh, in fact, the only time I think we really ever splurged on the uh, extras when it came like if, you know if it came with your like your meal like oh you got a happy meal toy 
But like, if you had to pay like an extra dollar, it's like that's a scam. Now the only time we did that was with those damn hand puppets, like the Land Before Time and the Disney ones. Like th- that, they dropped a pretty penny on. But uh, no, not the igloo cooler. I just needed something with igloo sound, and I couldn't find a good Simpsons clip where they built an igloo. And I found an old Pizza Hut commercial. Like, oh, oh go I was back. gonna say, like, I could really see you pedaling your bike down to uh, down to the the Pizza Hut to refill oh, if, on a daily refill your Pepsi Cola. If I rode my bike to there, I wouldn't be with us today. That's probably true. Across from MacArthur Road. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I I would uh, I did have a cooler just like that. One of those. Uh, one of the cylindrical ones with the screw top and the little straw spout that folds up. Ah, you know, they were supposed to build like a tunnel, I think. Um, when they put that Best Buy in there or silo after silo went away. Oh, really? Like a man, to, like for people? To... I, I don't know. I was to cross MacArthur Road mm-hmm. uh, and go back and forth between the mall and, and, and uh, I believe, Best Buy. But then it got scrapped, you know. Oh, this yeah, is gonna cost I think money. They, realized there wasn't, they were only gonna service that like one store and the pizza. Yeah, hut but remember how seen. big Best Buy was from when it uh, opened. Yeah, to... it's true. At the time, that was the monster. It was the fucking store. Yeah, that's all there was. Yeah. Shit, there was no reason to go anywhere else. For. Fuck yeah, I remember that was just. It was special. Now it's just weird. Now it feels like when I went in went in the silo back in the day towards mm-hmm. the end. Um, but now I just like now I'll go to the mall because I'll go to Dunderbox, get a beer and a hot dog. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't hate the mall like I used to because it's always empty. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, I went to the mall to look for Christmas presents at one point, and I was like, oh, it's not. You know, I, I I hit up, I go in through Macy's. I mm-hmm. hit up FYE. Yep. I hit up. Uh, then from FYE, um, I go down to the books, the Barnes & Noble. Mm-hmm. Then I go up the little elevators, escalators, or whatever the fuck the stair, electric stairs are called. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, box lunch and Hot Topic. Yep, yep. That, uh, I have to take uh, uh, the little squeezette. To go uh, birthday shopping for Mrs. Squeezer, I'll probably go like some point like Sunday during the day, and like those are like there's two stores on the list. I'm gonna take her to to get her something because they have little Disney princess tchotchkes that she can buy her. I'm guaranteed to walk out with something. So. Box lunch and Hot Topic. Yep. And who knew Hot Topic was the goth store when we were in high school? Yeah. Now I'm like, I get princess tchotchkes, Studio mm-hmm. Ghibli tchotchkes, and then the Van store, and then. I'm out, squeeze. Yep. You go yeah, back. Pretty much. That's my. Now, yeah. Now that like mo, uh, without models. Yeah, I don't go to the other half of the mall. Bummer. And yeah, they don't. Nothing down there. They don't sell medium talls in stores at American Eagle, so I never even go to the store. Ah. Only online. Maybe I'll try. See if their shit fits now. Yeah. Well, you don't need the tall sizes. No, but yeah, you know, I'm I'm a weird shape. <laughs> You're beautiful shape, Squeezer. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. Um, but uh, what else is? I really, I'm just like infatuated with the idea of little Squeezer riding his bike to the pizza to fill up his uh, igloo cooler with Pepsi Cola. <laughs> <laughs> I 
every day. Excuse me, sir. Fill her up, please. <laughs> Ice cold Pepsi. Uh, Ice cold Pepsi, just for me. Have it finished hey. by the time you get it home. Ah, uh, boss, the pugsy looking kid's back. <laughs> Cut it with water this time. <laughs> That's three times a day he's filling this thing up. Uh, I have to. I'd have to stop at like every tree on the way home just to pee. That's true. You would. Yeah, have a small bladder, and I'd stop at Roy Rogers on the way. Mm. Some fried yeah. chicken to go with my Pepsi Cola. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> mean, oh, not me. I say I uh, speak of love, out of love. Of, you speak yeah. of love. Painful, painful love. <laughs> Fuck, you kidding me? I would have done the same thing if I... <laughs> Man, I... I'm so glad that Pizza Hut's on that side of the road. You know how many Pepsi Big Slams I bought back at Texaco in the day? You know, when you're not allowed soda, it's the only thing you want. Mm -hmm. So I go back and buy a liter, a literal liter of Pepsi. Hold on, let me check calories here. Yeah, I was allowed to ride my bike to the mall uh, eventually, but uh, yeah, I was not allowed to cross... Literal death trap, but yeah, I was. Uh, I'm I'm so glad, yeah, that Pizza Hut and the Burger King were on that the other side of the road, and that KFC. Oh, that's true. Because we did go to the Wendy's a couple times, but it's not like as, as a kid you didn't have like that disposable income. Like, oh, I'm gonna go to Wendy's. No, you can go to like the corner market, and I can get like those little like wafer things with the little candy beads inside. Yeah, what are those uh, things called those little UFO things. UFOs. Where you go to Mr. Uh, Bulky's. You're talking about, right? No, no uh, Ben. Well, we go to Benner's Market. What's Benner's Market? Uh, you know, at Fullerton Avenue, and uh, what is that technically? I would always call it Fifth Street, but you know that weird, like, triangly kind of intersection in Fullerton there by the ramp to get on 22? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I know so what you're talking that, about that now. That yellow building there right at the corner that's yeah. like all boarded up, they used to be Bender's Market. He used to be the fire chief. That was the guy that my mom said came to our house. Oh. That didn't come to my house. Well, he might have been there because the fire truck was there, but she says it wasn't. Um, so in a, in a liter of Pepsi squeezer, there's mm -hmm. roughly three cans of Coke of, pep, of Pepsi in it. Because there's about 33 ounces. So let's say three cans, a little less. And a can of Pepsi, it's 150 calories, Squeezer. So that's about, let's say, let's go 420 calories in the liter. And there's 41 grams of sugar in a can. So almost 100 grams of sugar in a liter of Pepsi. Is that a lot? It sounds like a lot. <laughs> it does sound like a lot. Um, hmm. Yeah, would I drink a... I didn't drink a lot of soda. We drank fruit juice because we thought that was well, I was No, no, I wasn't allowed soda. So when I would go on my, my own money, I would buy fucking soda because we weren't allowed oh, it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ, there's a lot there. of sugar. 100 grams. Holy fuck. Uh, the, the little... Uh, what, what'd she have? The, the oldest one had... Uh, why did she try soda? Where the hell were we? It was just last week. This is memories. Fucking. 
I don't know, but there was a soda. We let her try it. And, like, she took one sip of, like, a regular Coke. And her eye, like, she's like, ugh. Like, good. For now. But it was, like, that same look on it. Like, I saw, like, myself when I took a sip of my dad's beer for the first time. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, all right, that's not a good. Maybe that's not good. Because look at me now. She's going to be chugging those three-liter Pepsi jugs from Pizza Hut for the rest of her life. That rate. Um, what were we talking about? Igloos? Yeah, igloos. Yeah, yeah. What oh, are we talking yeah. about? Uh, igloos. Staying warm. Did you ever try? Uh, uh, were you were you a, a builder in snow? Yeah, of course. I never built an igloo, no. but we're builder. Never built an ig- I I tried. So like they show you like oh yeah you make like the bricks and then you stack them up and then you like you form it and like it never looks like it doesn't like the cartoon and when you realize like how much time it takes like i read somewhere it's like a a, 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 a like an experienced builder can build an igloo in like an in under an hour and they can have themselves a shelter the novice it could take anywhere from like three to four hours but you can have a decent snow shelter and as a kid you're you're not an experienced igloo builder, so no. it's not going to take you less than an hour. And even if, as a novice, three to four hours, three to four hours at like nine years old is a lifetime. <clears throat> did you have a like mold, or did you just build like mold it yourself? Uh, I would try like molding it myself, but I, I I'm sure I tried various whatever I can find, like a like one of those like dish pans or uh, like a little like plastic bin that your like toys would go in. Like and like pack. I remember making bricks. I'm not sh- quite sure what I used, but I made a few bricks. Cause I built like I started the base of it. Like the the I like like packed down the ground. Right. And then started like the first ring, and then the next ring. And I might have gotten like three high. Mm-hmm. So maybe I had like a wall, maybe like nine inches high. Before I would just give up. I'm like oh, well at least I have a nice wall. Did you ever like so you never built one and like decide to like live in it and build a stove and then no, <laughs> start cooking mac never, and cheese? No. Reheating last night's igloo. pizza. Oh, that would be ideal. Maybe one day. Now now I now I if they let me outside long enough I'll do it. Uh but like there I would have like build little like tunnels and caves and shelters <laughs> like cuz we had some pretty badass snowstorms when we were kids. Um so you would get, like, these mountains of snow that were, like, viable to tunnel into. And then that was a whole thing. It's like, don't tunnel in the snow. It'll collapse on you. Um, the trick is the buddy system. Um, but, yeah, so there was – I would, like, dig down and have, like, these little burrows. So, like, I had plenty of, like, under-snow shelters that I built in my time. Uh, but never, like, one from scratch, ground up, like, built an igloo. Like, it never uh, – I never had the patience to do that, but I did make like my little shelters and I'm not going to lie. It, it's warm. Like once it traps the heat and then it starts to melt a little bit and it seals all the cracks and like it melts and freezes, melts and freezes and it actually starts to seal it up for you. Uh, and yeah, it can get cozy in there. Huh? Uh, and I mean, yeah. we even had, you can't even build one this year. We ha- have, we got any snow this year. So it's like dustings. Yeah, nothing measurable. I just saw the other, when I was leaving my, because when I pull out of my driveway and go around the corner, I could see the, the, 
ski uh, ski resort by my house, and uh, you just see it's just clear skies, and then you see this big like snow cloud, like this little ball of snow cloud, and those machines are working fucking overtime. Hmm. Uh, oh, here's uh, so I looked it up. We're getting snow, so. Um, a friend of my sister's wrote, after quite possibly the slowest, uneventful, and least snowiest winter to date on record, fancy weather models are sniffing out two up to three winter storms, possibly by the end of January, beginning of February. Lots of time for everything to be ruined and precipitation to all be rain. Just need some love and cold temps. It's been mild. A stronger phasing low and blocking from a high in the Atlantic there's more to this, but the weather, that's the weather 101 version. Potential storm dates and info below. Storm 1, he has January 22nd and 23rd. That's mm-hmm. this weekend. Sunday night. Yeah, into, but it's going to be in the 40s. Yeah. Sunday night into Monday. Waiting on models to become, models to better come into agreement, but depending on how strong and the placement of coastal low is, will determine how much snow and where the snow falls. It's going to be rain. Yeah. Uh, storm 2, January 25th to the 26th, Wednesday into Thursday. There will be more cold air involved with this. I think this is the best chance for snow. Storm 3, February 1st to the 3rd. This is way out there, but there will be colder air around. Doubt it. Doubt it, bud. No. It's all, every one of them is going to be rain. And if it does snow, it's going to rain, and then you get just that sloppy mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, right now Apple Weather is saying that Wednesday is possible snow. They have the they have the snowflake on it, but Sunday okay. they have it for rain. Uh, my snowblower is sitting there ready to go. Mine's still in the basement, not even brought up <laughs> and like gotten ready for uh, the winter squeeze. I didn't even have to pull it up yet. And this is this is crazy. It has been very mild and, and to my liking. <laughs> That's that's my uh, like Halloween routine. Like when I decorate for Halloween, I go and I get the snowblower out of the shed and put it in the garage. Mm. And there it sits. I started it up. I ran it for a few minutes. Uh, and there she goes. And there she and she just sits there. It's taking up room. All right, we are really burning time here. We should get going, Squeezer. Yeah, this is this is a. Uh, you know why? We're making up for last week with our very precise and educated conversation regarding the X-Men. Okay, the, I, I don't know. Meandering. Educated though. is the word to use. But yeah, we are. I'm not even on my third pick yet. And we're 90 minutes <laughs> and into the show. We spent time talking about uh, uh, the Ig- Pizza Hut. Pizza, and yeah, and Pepsi and sugar. and Pepsi and, yeah. That's as what the show is meant to be. Here is my third pick. Starter, look for the stars and you'll find star starter squeezer. Who didn't have a starter jacket growing up? Mm. I got a new Vikings one like every year or every year or two. Um, and in the picture on the YouTube, there you see me, my dork ass, wearing one of my Vikings starter jackets. Um, 
founded in New Haven, Connecticut, your favorite state by David Beckerman. Uh, he worked at a uh, athletic store and he was like, this shit's so bland. Uh, we're going to make some crazy ass good looking shit uh, and license it with all the fucking sports teams. And by 1983, they had licensing agreements with the NBA, the NFL, and the NHL, and the Canadian Football League. Um, they, uh, the parkas they created for the uh, 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 NF coaches to wear, and NFL sidelines were what the coaches parkas were the were the pullover jacket squeezer. Those were the big hits. Oh yeah, that's what I. That's what I had. And again, Mrs. or uh, Mama Squeezer yeah, got that one wrong. We were talking about starter jackets. She's like, yeah, you had the Dolphins one. I'm like, no, my sister had that one. She's like, no, no, because you're a Dolphins fan. I'm like, yeah, I know. And you bought her the Dolphins one. I had the Mighty Ducks one. I uh, I only ever had Vikings ones. Hmm. Never had anything. My sister had a Michigan one. Remember when everyone loved Michigan because of oh, uh, Chris yeah. Weber mm-hmm. <laughs> the Fab Five? Um, but like the big brands growing up were like champion, um, starter and like Russell athletic. Uh, you know, I guess they're kind of back sort of squeezer. Sort of. I, I don't wear jackets. Uh, I wear jackets, but you know, it's, it's got the company logo on it or nothing at all. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I I, I like uh, I like a good hoodie with a vest. I'm a peacock boy. Pico boy. Uh, yeah. I'm the. I, I dress I dress like I'm perpetually going for a Christmas tree. I dress like I'm perpetually a killer angel from a Kevin Smith movie in 1999. <laughs> a hoodie and a uh, peacoat. <laughs> Uh, but the starter jackets, uh, so uh, they became super popular in the early 90s, the parkas, and everyone fucking had them. And I remember all my hats, too, that I had were starter. Hmm. I don't know if we had any. We might have. I don't, re- I don't remember. Starter. Yeah. Uh, so there was this, there was this store, this uh, sports store, and I forget what it's called. And I asked my mom; she couldn't remember. But it was, you know, where the Dicks is now. Um, that and the Walmart. Mm-hmm. There was a small store in there that was a sporting goods store, and he was the only guy in town that that had Viking stuff, and he had Viking starter jackets. Um. Every like every year, he had them. So and it was the only place. He didn't. End up moving a shop over to like uh, Hamilton Street, out past the Walmart and that big fancy church out my way, did he? Because there's a, there, it's gone now. No, no, that was Terry Bender's. Street. That was Terry Bender's place. That place. That was That's Sneaks and of, Cleats. Oh yeah, there's tons of Viking shit in there. Yeah, we never went out that way though. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Terry yeah. Bender now runs the Wind Creek with uh, Jeff Trainer. He owns Buckeye. Oh, yeah. Terry. Oh. The, oh. Well, yeah. They make a very good steak. Yeah, Terry Bender owns Snicks and Cleats. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, well, I remember going in there and like wow, that was big. We Viking went in there. Stuff. Yeah, we went in there later. He was a Vikings. Terry Bender's a Vikings fan. He brought Randy. He was the one who got Randy Moss, 
uh, to play for the Valley Dogs. Oh, well, that makes sense then. Yeah. Daddy, we get the Verandimos. Um, but yeah, starter jackets, big thing, kept me warm because I usually bought one that was six sizes too big for myself. As clearly you can see in that, uh, but that was that was a style squeezer. It's a style. Very big. I know. Oh Ben, okay. I'm I'm excited about your next pick. Oh, here it is. Marlboro Country is everywhere, anywhere in the land. From east to west, north to south, from the lakes to the Rio Grande. From Manhattan Towers to Towering Pines, a Marlboro legend grew. Till today, it's the brand that won the West and the rest of the country, too. Come to where the flavor is. Come to Marlboro Country. I love how they just attach themselves to something and it just becomes iconic. Uh, you love the old west? Smoke a Marlboro. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. You're, if you're a real man, smoke a, smoke a Marlboro red. Uh, Only pussies smoke. Yeah, Winston's. Yeah, Fred, Fred Flintstone smoked Winston's. Cowboys smoke Marlboro. I can't even say it. Marlboro. What's it named yeah. after? Oh, I, I don't know. Marlboro. Let me look that up. I'm looking and go Marl- ahead. Continue. Marlboro. Um, and even then, like looking. So I got lost. You know what's funny? How things take over your YouTube feed like quickly. Uh, like some things sneak their way in, but you look up one thing, and next thing, it's like every. Thing that they suggest is cigarette related now. Philip Morris was fucking British. <laughs> In 1846, British tobacco noist Philip Morris opened up a shop in Bond Street, London, United Kingdom, selling tobacco and rolled cigarettes. After his death from cancer in 1873, no shit. His brother Leopold and widow Margaret continued the business, growing it and opening a factory in Great Marlborough Marlboro Street, London. Which the name was taken. It's fucking British. You're smoking the stupidest, pussiest cigarette in the planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he came to smoke a cool cigarette. Uh, and even the even the, the cigarettes with the 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 penis camel uh, is cooler than yeah, the old dick camel. Yeah, dick camel. They were first marketed as America's luxury cigarette and only sold to hotels and resorts. 40, as of 2017, Marlboro had 40% of the U.S. market. That's fucking crazy. All right. So when did they... Uh, wait, let me think. Of it. Around the 1930s, as... Oh, mild as May. Oh. I bet it was like Don oh, but, Draper right, so, who who did the oh, whole. They opened a New York subsidiary in 1902. The West is fucking closed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, that is marketing genius. After the war, Camel, Lucky Strike, and Chesterfield were the only common cigarettes. 
So after scientists published a major study linking smoking to lung cancer in the 1950s, Philip Morris repositioned Marble as a men's cigarette in order to market to niche men who were concerned about lung cancer. At the time, filtered cigarettes were considered safer than unfiltered and had only been marketed to women. Men at the time indicated they would be considered switching to filtered cigarettes. They were concerned about seen smoking a cigarette marketed to women. Oh, they added ammonia to the tobacco. Oh, that's good. To make it milder, yeah. more aromatic, sweeter, and less harsh. Oh, yes. That's <laughs> mm. Hey, do you want a less, less harsh cigarette? Here, have some ammonia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. Further usage of deammonium phosphate allowed Marlboro to freebase the nicotine and tobacco, <laughs> oh. allowing for more efficient delivery. I like how they attach themselves to Manifest Destiny to try to... That works out for everyone. Marble kept but... the process secret for many years, as freebasing is the same process used to produce crack cocaine from normal cocaine. Yes, I was going to say, I'm like, oh, it's like traffic. Yeah. Some experts have called Marble, uh, the product Marble sold crack tobacco. So, yeah, that's what they did. They freebased fucking nicotine. That's how they became so popular. It wasn't the marketing. They're freebasing nicotine. <laughs> um, I do like the packaging. I like the simplicity of it. It, it, it pleases me. Mm. But yeah, that's, I'm, I'm not a. It's amazing. I was just talking to Mr. Squeezer about this the other day. Like, I grew up around it so much. Like, you know, like driving around with my lips pursed out the like the window cracked in the winter, just trying to get some fresh air out of the car. Uh, you know, dad just fucking choking him down. And then as you get older, like going out to the bars, and like the second you got in the door, like you just strip off your clothes and like throw them right in the wash. And oh you God! Had, like, yeah. Shower right away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and now it's like uh, you walk by, like you don't even have to walk by, but like you can be like around the corner of the building and someone could be out on the bench smoking a cigarette. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and you can smell it and you just go, oh, God. Right. It used to be so like common that you didn't think anything of it. Like you just, oh, it's a smoky bar. I'm going to go get a drink and something to eat. Mm -hmm. Smoking or non-smoking? Oh, non-smoking, please, because <laughs> that makes a fucking difference. Right. Uh, now it's like, ah. Anywho, because of them, thankfully, uh, so many people uh, paid uh, with their dear lives, uh, including my own father, to uh, keep me warm in the winter uh, via the uh, Marlboro uh, Adventure Team sleeping bag. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It is a good bag. Uh, for the most part, uh, uh, quality was, uh, the zipper sucked, uh, it would always get jammed or ripped, but, uh, it was a really nice mummy bag, uh, meaning, like, it was m uh, much snugger, like, you kinda, you got in there and zipped it up, and then you had the little hood that just pulled up so just, like, your little face could be sticking out so you could breathe, um, and it can keep you nice and warm and cozy in the winter, uh, and it was very, like, sleek and slimy, so it was nice, like, on like the floor of a re Eureka tent, you're like a like a slug, just slipping and sliding around on it. I, I would end up like if if the tent was on a hill, 
like I would find myself at the very bottom of it because over the course of the night I would kind of just slowly slide down. Um, did slide did down your dad have any of the stuff like the fanny pack or anything? Uh, so here's the thing: my dad smoked Winston's. Ah. Did not smoke Marlboros, um, but it was like the the Pepsi point thing. Like you would like barter and trade. It's like, well, I'll I'll trade you a uh, uh, hundred uh, Pepsi uh, tabs, soda can tabs for whatever you're saving those for, for your twenty five Marlboro points, and yeah, it was very strange. Uh, did is this the one that had the two straps that clicked around it? Yeah, yeah. So you could it, 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 you had the two straps. Yeah, you would you would click around, and then uh, like uh, almost like a dry sack. Um, <laughs> and it was like uh, then, quilted, right? Uh, no, no, it was like very smooth. Yeah, but it was like quilted, and there were like puff packs into it. Is this it? Hold on, I'm sending you a picture. Oh, uh, you know what? That might be. No, no, no. There's a different one. Mine was no, no. That's not the one. Sorry. No. Uh, mine came in a sack. So you see the one for the sack, and it, that's right. That no, there's that's a different one. Uh, mine it was it was red on the outside and then a solid yellow on the inside. Yeah, it looks quilted. Look. No, 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 no. There, like a, a black and red quilt pattern on the inside. No, 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 quilted like the way of the sewing design. Oh, these the are. sewing. Jesus. Yeah, well, a little. Yeah, well, no, because they they do make one that is like an actual quilt. Like. Is that it? Look at your text. And I got the Magnificent Seven theme stuck in my head. Dun, dun, yep, that's dun. the one. There she is. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I spent a lot of winters in that guy. Yep. Kept me nice and warm. And it was nice, too. It would roll up pretty decently uh, for for a free sleeping bag. I mean, it's not free. It, you know, costs someone their life. <laughs> but uh, Did you write that, or is that off the cuff? No, it just... I, I feel that... I, I, I resent it. Fuck Marlboro. Fuck all those companies and their fu- and you know fuck pepsi too and their pepsi points and selling us it's no fucking different yeah well, um, what did i drink I'm today a pepsi a uh, oh you're having a heineken too yeah that was my two for today i'm at my limit but i don't know if i'm gonna stop there fuck let me see how much room do i got i can get back on the bike for a little bit and pay that thing off Man, one Chick Fil A meal, and if you're tracking your calories, that's pretty much what all was your you break down your Chick Fil A meal. What did you have, Squeezer? Uh, okay, I can I can I can even crunch the numbers for you right here. Oh, I gotta go back to yesterday. Let's see. I'll tell you, I can give you my entire. No, just your Chick Fil A uh, meal. Let's not no, go well, out of hand. We already got two hours. It's not much. For, so the, my entire day is one thousand six hundred and twenty-seven calories. Okay. Uh, for lunch, I had a Starkist tuna uh, pack that was 90 calories. Mm-hmm. And then that was it. And then I had two Heinekens totaling uh, 284 calories for the two of those. Mm-hmm. The rest of it was my dinner from Chick-fil-A, which was 1,253. Uh, the mac- A small mac and cheese is 270. <laughs> a The waffle fries, a medium off of fries four seven four thirteen or something like that but i gave some of the kids so it's a little less than that we shared oh wait that. so back up mac you had mac and cheese mac and cheese waffle fries waffle fries and, and a spicy chicken deluxe spicy chicken deluxe that's with the cheese and the bacon no no bacon 
Cheese and the cheese. the lettuce and tomato. Lettuce, tomato, and pickles. A sauce. Uh, I I dip occasionally, but I don't really put much on. Ranch. No, the the Chick Fil A sauce. Oh, Chick Fil A sauce. Okay. All right. Yeah, I dip my fries in it more than anything. <laughs> that was five seventy. So yeah, that entire, pretty much, I I cap myself at fifteen hundred for today. The Chick Fil A is twelve fifty already. So. But delicious. Delicious. All right. Uh, that's Marlboro. Here is my net. Hold on, I gotta pull this up because I this is a special little vidge here. I gotta pull up and get it. Cue it up. Okay, here we go. Toys R Us Coast to Coast, the official headquarters for World Wrestling Federation merchandise. Mean Gene reminding you that WrestleMania is sweeping the nation. And right now at Toys R Us, you'll find a virtual plethora of World Wrestling Federation merchandise, including wrestling buddies from Tonka, the Ultimate Warrior, the Immortal Hulk Hogan, even the reprehensible million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Hey, you'd be the hit of any slumber party with the Hulkamania Slumber Bag Comforter. Pick one up. And, of course, the official ring of the World Wrestling Federation. From Milton Bradley, Hulk Hogan, and Ultimate Warrior Puzzles. You figure them out. Hey, hey, big boss man, what are you doing here? When I'm in the wrestling ring laying down law and order, everybody serves hard times. But when it comes to fun time, I'm right here at Toys R Us. Yeah, I can understand that. But what you doing here right now? Well, I'm here to apprehend all the law-breaking action figures, such as this man right here, Macho King Randy Savage. Oh. Punk, you're mine. Easy, easy. Million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Nothing but hard times for you, Punk. Hey, here's one of you, Whoa. boss man. Oh, oh, no. No. Please. Oh, no. Ooh, boss man, don't. Not handcuffed, please. No. Come on. Sorry, Mean Gene. This one right here is mine. Uh, uh, please don't leave me, Big Boss Man. I'll definitely be seeing you at Toys R Us. Ah, uh, so I'm talking about all the weird. I did have that Hulkamania sleeping bag comforter squeezer. That was my sleeping bag. Huh. But I'm talking about all the comforters I had. I had I had the wrestling one. That was a fucking given. I had the sheets, the wrestling. Um, I had a Ghostbuster one. Um, I had a, uh, an NBA one squeezer, which, uh, had the jerseys of all the NBA teams on it. That's how much NBA I was into, uh, in the NBA. Uh, I think I had, I think I had a Ninja Turtles one, but I can't remember. My mom couldn't remember either. Um, she says I didn't have a Ghostbusters comforter either. She said I just had the sheets. I definitely had the wrestling comforter though. That all the characters and the wrestling sheets, but I'm still a fan of my I like comforters. I like my comfort comfort blanket. I have like one I call Big Blue now, which has been my like blue comforter for years. That I just like wrap. It's massive, and I wrap it around myself to just you know. I, my people might have their weighted blankets these days. Squeezer, I've got my Big Blue, mm-hmm. ratty old comforter. You said you had a few different comforters. Oh, I got. I actually hang on. Let me send you the. I have it. It's right next to me. Uh, where are you at here? I could buy you this Marvel sleeping bag back for forty five ninety nine squeezer if you want. Nah, I'm, um, <laughs> we could play night crawlers in it. Ooh, isn't that a fun game? I don't know what it is. It's from Always Sunny <laughs> in Philadelphia. I know. Well, we what we would do it. I don't know if it like it was like we had like with my cousin like sleepovers and stuff. That's the sheets, though. Is that the is no, that but, the comforter? No, no, that's the comforter. My mom, it's part of it, so it's not the whole thing. My mom made it into a quilt, 
Um, so she took like a bunch of like my shirts and patches and like my favorite little blankie as a kid, uh, and made it a quilt. Oh, my Ghostbusters, uh, the actual like, hang on, my my Ghostbusters sweatshirt made a part of it. Oh, and there's a part of my NASCAR comforter too that she put into it, like my Boy Scout patches and shit. Oh, maybe I did. I see. I thought I just had the sheets. I thought what I'm looking at with the picture you sent me was just the sheets. Cause no, this... that, that. Well, that that is part of the the quilt. Oh yeah, there was the comforter. Com- so I didn't. Comforter. I didn't have the comforter. I think I just had the sheets with the two, uh, glow in the dark uh, pillowcases. Mm-hmm. Got patches and shit. Oh, look at that little yeah. adorable, Philmont Scout Ranch, Cinnamon, New Mexico. Your Boy Scout trained. Oh yeah, I was. Hmm. Adorable. Oh, so I got oh, I got my Davy Allison shirt there. I got my Alf. She actually took part of my gra- oh wow part of my graduation gown is sewn into it. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where my fucking year. I only ever bought one yearbook in school. My senior yearbook. My mom made me. I have no idea where it is. I think I threw it out. Oh, and it's tied together with my green belt that I got in karate. That uh, I oh, is that is karate. that that? Oh my God, your green belt, your little karate boy. Yeah, sweet little karate boy. I uh, <clears throat> had the WWF one. I had the NBA. I think I had an NFL one too, with all the NFL teams like jerseys on it. Let's see if I can find a picture of it. Uh, uh, maybe I didn't have that one. I had the NBA one for sure. Uh. There it is. <laughs> Vintage NBA betting. See, that doesn't look like the one I had, though. I know it had all the jerseys on it. I guess this was it. I don't know. We're just... This is great radio when we're just looking at Google and saying, <laughs> I think that was it. Anywho's, um, that was it. I just wanted to talk about my comforters and I, that's what I how I stayed warm when I was a little chilly boy squeezy. Oh. You should get more uh they they should really make these like in like a queen and king size. <laughs> if they if they came out with a Ghostbuster uh King size comforter set. Yeah, I'd buy it in a second. Did you have the WWF one? I did not, no. Oh, I had the whole betting selection squeezer. Like this oh, looked my like my room it. but clean. What would a turtle one's like? I think I had a turtle one too, because my mom did my room in all Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Hmm. No, I don't have. So, I, oh yeah, well. So yeah, I had, I had the, the turtles uh, one. I had the 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 Mario and Zelda ones. Oh shit! Yeah, that's right. I had those. I I didn't know. I don't think I had turtles. I had the Mario ones. I, think I never I had, had the Mario G. ones. I, never had GI Joe. GI Joe bed sheets. Uh, yeah, I had uh, a set of the GI Joes. I remember that. Yeah, and more bed sheets um, and comforters. Like, you know, the bed sheets 
Like yeah, I don't think I had the GI Joe comforter. I don't know if I had the turtles comforter either, but I definitely had the bed sheets. Might have had Alf too. I don't know. I'll have to talk to. I, I, I have Alf because I had the Al I have Mother my Alf tomorrow. I don't know if I have the comforter because I had the Alf. I have, I still have the the Alf pillowcase. Um. But the uh, the comforter, I don't think. I, and then I remember. Then she started making them. Then she started like sewing her own comforters. Hmm. And they were just these, like just lumpy sacks <laughs> there's there's like sections where you'd just be cold because like it would just be like the wadding would like stuff up to one <laughs> side and it would just be like the equivalent of a bed sheet on the other but it was still sweet uh all right uh your last pick here handsome oh wow there it is still no snow huh? I bet I can make it snow. Have you had hot cocoa? Well, no wonder. Come on. Something magic always happens with carnation hot cocoa. Something magical uh, always happens. Yeah. I mean, we didn't have Carnation, but I mean, commercials better than some of the others. And I mean, I guess we would we normally we just have like whatever generic store, whatever was cheapest at the time. We weren't not necessarily brand specific to uh, hot cocoa, hot chocolate. Um, but like my mom, I don't know. Were you uh, like with water or milk? <laughs> When you were at home, water. we didn't get fucking hot chocolate. You didn't get hot chocolate. No, oh I required my, my mom to do something. Like rarely, maybe like once or twice in my life. No wonder you're such a chilly boy. Yeah. And if we got it, I'm sure it was water. I doubt. I doubt my mom. I really don't know. Oh, maybe she made it with milk and like made a big deal out of it. So it was so hard. That's why we never oh, got it. Milk is so much better. It's like thick and creamy but we would right, always do the okay, water and it, okay. it just tasted like just ow chocolatey water uh, yeah it was but it was still nice and hot and then you get the little marshmallows in there you know the little hard marshmallows they're delicious but um oh, i remember when we used to have we just get back from a remote and dump like three or four hot chocolate packs Per cup, that's when they were always in the old place. Yeah, we had uh, we just, always like, had hot chocolate. A box at night. Yeah, I don't know what happened to that. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, got a fridge. Um, but yeah, there's nothing now. Like, so that's all fine and dandy. But for me, if you can get a hot chocolate from one of those. Uh, like one of the like vending machine things, like at the, mm. the Texaco, where it's like, mm, 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 mm. oh, that is gold. Those were so good, <coughs> and it was it was so sugary too. Oh yeah, it was like warm and hot and thickening. It was so hot, like you couldn't like drink it for a while too. Just stop saying hot and thick. It's really freaking hot. me out. Sorry, I don't mean that. 
I'm sorry. I'm getting all hot and bothered. Just <laughs> I could tell. Hot chocolate coming from a machine. Right. And I mean, you can go to like Hershey and get like a one of those like fancy. You're like, oh, this is a true hot chocolate. If, a, if if it comes out of one of those like big like plastic heating jug things, like one of those little like hot containers, that's fine too. But the gas station hot chocolate machine still is like the pinnacle of. Uh, it's like a cappuccino slash hot chocolate machine. That's what you're talking yeah. about, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, now now it is. Yeah, back in the day it was just like hot chocolate. Well, what about those vending machines that have caught? Co- like they'll give you the little cup of coffee or the oh. hot chocolate. God, did you ever have coffee out of one of those? I never drank coffee, but I've had hot chocolate oh. out of those at like a, a ham fest with my dad. You put oh. you put in like seven quarters and you get like a, the tiniest little cup of hot chocolate. That's so scalding hot. It could probably take your skin off your face. We were driving back. I want to say it might have been when we were like going, we were coming back from like camping. So we're all the way out in like Potter County, like out there. And tell the uh, people what Potter County's by. Nothing. Okay. But like, it's, uh, if, if you look at the line between, uh, New York and Pennsylvania mm-hmm. and find the middle and then still go west for a little bit. Oh boy, we're talking like it's, Hicksville out from where Fulkerson's from. Well, they're, 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 it's further west than that. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, there are four registered dark sky parks in the world where light pollution does not uh, ruin the night sky. Mm-hmm. One is in the United Kingdom somewhere like like Stonehenge or some shit where they're not allowed to build anything. The other two are in the Arizona desert. Okay. And then the fourth one is in Potter County, Pennsylvania. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, what, which park is it? Cherry Springs. Cherry Spring. Yeah, Cherry Spring. And, and like that's where you can go. And it, the, the pictures and what you could see there is fucking amazing. When we really? went, it was overcast and you couldn't see a, a goddamn thing. Uh, but Lyman Run is like its sister park where you can go camp down the road. So we camped there, got completely washed out, and ended up driving back. Uh, it is a long drive. And I stopped at a one of those. Uh, Why is Pennsylvania road- so cock sucking big? Like, what the fuck? It is big. <laughs> why? Because we cheated the engines. <laughs> That's why. All right. My God. Yeah, we, we tricked them good. This is It's practically in New York. Pretty much, yeah. You, yeah, you are out there, and it's not like when you hit New York, all of a sudden you hit civilization. Uh, a York. town called Cowdersport, PA. It's out there. It's beautiful, but we drove past one house that had just a bunch of animal skulls sitting on the front porch. I'm like, oh, fun. Yeah, GPS does not work. Like you, you enter a, a black hole. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but no, it's it, it was cool. But we stopped at one of those rest stations, rest stops on uh, eighty, and uh, I'm like, I need coffee. And so I popped in like a dollar. I think it was a, it might have been two dollars, like in quarters. So I, like I had to, but like I had to like put like dollars into like the change machine get the change out then put the change into the coffee machine and it single handedly 
is the worst cup of coffee I've ever had in my like absolute poison. Yeah. The when the T one thousand put his finger through that security guard's eye after he was drinking that coffee, he was doing him mercy. It was it is so bad. But it was worth it because now I get to tell a story how bad that coffee is. Now I know. But, yeah. The hot chocolate, eh, I'm sure is, you know. I didn't have the hot chocolate out of it, but, I mean, if there was, if there would have been a Texaco or a Wawa, well, if it was a Wawa, I would have just gotten the coffee. But. Oh, no, it's not that. So, Cherry Springs State Park. Directions. I'm sorry, I was I was listening to what you're saying, but oh, it's three and a half hours. That's not too bad. It's a long, dark, lonely three and a half hours. It's no different than the drive to fucking Penn State. Well, no, it can't be. It's got to be longer than that because it's past it. No, it's it's three hours and thirty one minutes, and Penn State's about three hours. So. Well, oh, it might take into account your driving. Yeah, so <laughs> I we drove we drove to Ma- Mansfield, me and Jake, and that was three hours. Mm-hmm. That's bad. Looks like Tawanda's similar. That's where Fulkerson's from, and this is yeah. this is past all of them. Yeah, huh. <laughs> that's like yeah. a dark sky place. I want to go there now. Yeah, oh, it's pretty cool. Like and, and, and Litter, little Lyman dipper Run. lodge. What up in, up in Lyman Run at the at the other park where you could camp? Like there's pictures like in their like ranger station where you can go to like. You know, where you sign in and where you go to, like, you know, hide from bears. Uh, they have pictures, like, up on the wall that people took from the observatory there at Cherry Spring down the road. And mm-hmm. it's gorgeous. Hmm. Uh, I, I, I really want to get back. Got to make sure I pick a better day when the weather is, well, clear. It's uh, 195 miles as the crow flies. Ah. The crow is uh, the nickname for my beamer. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so an hour and a half. Yeah. Okay. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. <laughs> yeah, hot chocolate. But yeah, nothing like nothing like the circle, as they say, let's circle back around. Uh, you come in, you're cold and wet. Uh, you wrap yourself in your electric heating blanket. You sit on the bricks by the uh, wood-burning stove and sip some hot chocolate. All right. Uh, Tied it all together. Time for my last pick. Here it is. Hey, tomorrow we win. Now listen. Here he goes again. Okay, listen up. We don't have to just want to win. We got to need it. We got to want it. We got to be hungry to win. Are you hungry? For SpaghettiOs. Yeah! All right. Here's the game plan. Are we going to win? Yeah! Okay, let's open those playbooks. Now, we got to want this so bad, we can taste it. Can you taste it? Yeah! What are we going to do? Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. Mm. So a lot of people, when they warm up, they get a bowl of soup squeezer. Mm-hmm. I-, I remember my mom constantly, because my sister loved them. So we got SpaghettiOs all the time. And it wasn't always just regular SpaghettiOs. Sometimes it was character-based SpaghettiOs, you know? Ooh. Yeah. Um, my sister likes SpaghettiOs meatballs. I like SpaghettiOs with the hot dog slices in it. Mm. Uh, 
made by Franco American, which is just an off-brand owned by Campbell's. These are Campbell's Soup. Uh, so it wasn't Chef Boyardee. They're two separate companies. Mm-hmm. Chef Boyardee, you know, beefaroni and all those things are one thing, but SpaghettiOs were always what we had. Um, and it was like a very sugary tomato sauce. But uh, yeah, SpaghettiOs, uh, canned spaghetti, short lengths and tomato sauce was avail- long available before the rings were introduced. Ring-shaped canned pasta was introduced in 1965 by the Can- Campbell Soup Company under the Franco-American brand by marketing manager Donald Gorecki, nicknamed the Daddio of SpaghettiOs. Uh-huh. That is a pasta dish that could be eaten without a mess. Other shapes considered included cowboys, Native Americans, astronaut stars, and sports-themed shapes. Gorecki created over 100 products during his 35 years with Campbell, including the chunky line of soups, including the chunky line of soups. Um, SpaghettiOs was introduced nationally without test marketing, and the television advertised the tagline, the neat round spaghetti you can eat with a spoon, and the jingle, uh-oh, SpaghettiOs, sung by Jimmy Rogers, loosely based on the 1950 song, uh-oh, I'm falling in love again. Um, nutrition. Ingredients in SpaghettiOs are water, tomato puree, enriched pasta, and high fructose corn syrup. <laughs> and a modified cheddar cheese. There's cheese in that shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they'll say, like, uh, I'm mean, cheese is just addicting. So. Right. Um, I want to see what this motherfucker made. Donald Gorecki, he was an American business executive and food developer while working for the Franco-American division of Campbell Soup Company event SpaghettiOs. Um, I mean, he's he made chunky soup and SpaghettiOs. Franco-American, uh, I guess they used to make canned pasta, but they're best known for SpaghettiOs. What's your favorite SpaghettiOs? Just traditional SpaghettiOs. No meat? No. I like them with hot dog slices. I, I would, if if it was there, I would, I would take it. I would take that over the meatballs. Yeah, my sister loved the meatballs. Um, I didn't. But um, just because it kind of like, I, I was always a fan of like putting my hot dogs and my mac and cheese. Mm, yeah, that that's was that was a, a, a that was a dinner for us, <laughs> and yes. it, it was like oh, yeah. Kraft mac and cheese with cut up hot dogs. Mm, yeah, it was a, a, a fine dining for the poor folk of America. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's those are five things that kept me warm, and when I think of getting warm as a kid, that's what I think of. So yeah, that's where we went. We gave. Two plus hours tonight, Squeezer. We gave it all. Of consistent, on topic. Talking about igloo thermoses. Squeezer <laughs> filling up his igloo thermos at, at Pizza Hut with Pepsi. Excuse me, sir. I'm here for another refill of Pepsi, please. <laughs> What's your fifth today, kid? Well, I know, but technically the rules are whenever I come in, it's a free refill. <laughs> I would be fine I, if you. I, 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 I just picture Eek the cat holding up the cooler yeah. trying to get a refill. I'd be fine if, if you fill it with pizza sauce instead. <laughs> oh. But I'll need an order of crazy bread to dip it in. 
Have you had the the? Do you ever get the Domino's cheesy bread stuff? Cheesy bread. Of course I have. Oh yeah. It's so bad. Like you you see, like like oh. little parts of your life flash before your eyes because you're slowly oh. dying as you eat it. The bed, it, it, it. Don't look at the box as you take it out to recycle. <laughs> like, yeah. It's your window to weight gain. Oh, it's so good. Try to rubbing it. Yeah, that's you could definitely rub that on a brick wall and see through it. Yeah, God, it's so delicious. So good. It's it's like one one thin slice of it is like equal to like a half a pie. But uh -huh. I don't care. And then the best is you get the little burnt ends, like the little burnt <laughs> cheesy ends that like you, you kind of just pick up and. I, I, when it's done, like, I will, I tip the box inside and tap it and shake it to get all the crook, whatever is out, and Ugh. I will consume that. It's, it's covered in so much garlic butter, too. Like, your breath stinks oh. for a month. I don't know where, how we got to that, but I guess that warmed you up some cheesy bread from Domino's. Ah, uh, we'll be back next week. We're going to be talking about old shit you find in the house. Um, we're running out of theme music, so let's say goodnight. Oh, goodnight. I'm RK. Oh, and I'm squeezing. Bye, everybody.